from Cadmus to Crisis. Mmm, nice leathers. Oh, great, yeah. From Cadmus to Crisis. A Superboy podcast. Hi, my name is Drew. And my name is David. We're your hosts for... Okay, Mr. Crisis, Superboy Podcast, covering the uh, 90s Superboy. Superboy number nine with King Shark. Guess what? We've tried to record this three This is the times third now. fucking time. Um, sorry. This will be the best time yet, though. Here it comes. Oh. <laughs> All right, Superboy number nine, November 94. On uh, the cover, you see Superboy fighting what is a giant shark beast. This Sharkman. book was by uh, Kiesel... Hazelwood and Parks and Ramos, yeah. and uh, it's dollar fifty in the U.S. Two. I don't think we need to do Canada. this anymore. Seventy pence in the U.K. It's funny when we don't have to do it three times. You. Oh shit! What the fuck was that? What? 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 Screen just dimmed. Motherfucker! Is it charging? It doesn't charge. It can't be unplugged. Okay. Well, should be fine. No, right? it's okay. We've been having some technical problems. I can't be the battery. The fucking outlet's dead. Yeah, it is actually. But no, my battery's fucked anyway. It's gotta stay. Okay. Well, anyway, um, it opens to a legend of long ago in Hawaii. Anyway, some kids are trying to go swimming. Some mysterious guy wearing a purple robe is like, don't go in the water. And they're like, the water's clear, Nanu. I don't see any sharks. And he's like, I'm pretty sure a shark is waiting. <laughs> and guess what? Turns out he was a shark and he ate those kids. All right, but... Uh, right. That was just a legend. That would never happen today. We uh, come to a scene that uh, it's the beach again. Uh, we're At looking night. over the water. There's a moon in the, st- in the sky. Hawaiian nights! A lady is swimming. We see an upshirt of her. Then we see a bunch of dorsal fins. She's surrounded by sharks. A giant shark jumps up and goes, Gah! And she says, it's good to see you too, my son. And he just stands there with his mouth open. Like, ah, I'm a shark. (laughs) King Shark. Yes, I'm so glad I came to Hilo for the weekend. I don't know how to say these things. I think it's it's Hilo. Quiet. Anyway, uh, Superboy's flying above a volleyball game. It's a female league. He's looking down at them with his brand Brand new new. X-ray specs. Oh, baby. They're all naked. Boobies everywhere. Tana's all like, get the fuck down here, kids, and take those things off, by the way. Professor Hammond, blah, 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 shouldn't have given you x-ray specs, but now he did, so whatever, humanity's best interests aside, I'm just doing my superhero duty, Tana, no concealed weapons on this beach. Yeah, anyway, she's really, she's really not that pissed off. Whatever. They're going to the beach with Tana's brother and his kids. Her niece and nephew. For the day. That's what they're doing. So now Tana's brother is doing that whole hauling all the shit out of the car <laughs> and dragging it down to the beach, the real suck part of going to the beach. Getting there is the suck part. The kids are all like, I want to be in the beach. I want to go swimming. I want to get a tattoo. You can't get a tattoo. You're You're fucking 12. (laughs) Well, I want one. People get tattoos. Well, just shut up. And hey, here's Superboy. And Superboy shows up and he's like, hey, dude, can you take my kids to the beach? I got to haul this shit. So anyway. All the way down there. (laughs) Could you just get them off my back for a minute? He's like, no problem, man. And so he grabs two boogie boards with his tactile telekinesis, glues them to his feet, grabs the kids, put them on the boogie boards, flies out to the beach, does a little bit, whoa, losing altitude, out of control, whoa, almost buzz cut that moke, total system failure, we're going down, head for the water, head for the water! Oh, now there's an idea. Zoom, splash, they're in the water, swimming, we see an upshot of everyone's butts in the water, and then Tana's brother's like, you're hey, you like Superboy, Tana? And she's like, well, yeah, I like Superboy, but, you know, we're just trying to figure it out. And he's like, you know, she he's like only 16, and you're like 25. No, no, he does not say any of that. <laughs> no one ever really does, except for those gossipy bitches in the fucking newsroom. Anyway, Superboy comes back from the kids, and, de- what, Yolani demands they snorkel. Yes, so they need to get the snorkel gear out of the bag. Meantime, uh... Tana's brother's all like, hey, Superboy, did, uh, are tattoos big where you go to school? And he's like, I don't really go to school. And he's like, dude, school's, like, mandatory until you're 16. It's not only mandatory, it's a good idea. And it's the law. Tana's all like, well, he implanted a ton of knowledge into him. He's basically, like, a 22-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> also, she never says that. 
anyway, uh, at this point, uh, Superboy sneaks his X-ray specs on, checks out Tana naked, and then whips them off real quick when everyone turns around. Nude. We see King Shark's Nude. hand underneath the water coming up on yep. two suspiciously looking familiar Same, uh, same fisheye shot as before. Suddenly a dorsal fin peeks out of the water and everyone's like, oh my god, a shark! And he says, mm, uh, well, Tana's brother says, my god. And then he's running into the waters as being a savor. It's a real Baywatch moment there. And Tana's like, you can't fight off a shark and you can't get to her quick enough. This is a job for Superboy. My boyfriend. <laughs> anyway, Superboy flies out there, swims. Dives under the water. And swims, grabs Ilani. scared off the shark and he grabs Ilani and brings her back up to the beach. And now the a doctor is looking is at her, I guess. Yep. And Sam Makoa shows up. Oh, Makoa! And he is saying it probably, it's not a shark. It's a man. It's a man. Anyway, uh, he was afraid of this. Leg abrasions. No claws did that, not teeth. And Superboy's like, yo, dude, are you checking up on me, motherfucker? Makoa, what brings you to Honolulu? Does this have something to do with the silicone, silicone dragons? No, this is personal. Yeah, it's personal. Let's talk over here. He pulls him aside. Tells him this big story about how when he was uh, just a cop, he took down this what he thought was a serial killer. Turned out to be a... Shark eating people, and his family covered up for him and fed him for years. He's saying, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they thought their son was the new King Shark from Hawaiian Legend. And apparently, <clears throat> King Shark has uh, escaped. Already almost eaten Mako, Makoa. Oh, yeah. He almost ate me. So that's why he's got this big personal vendetta against him. Yeah, he's pissed off. Cop killer, King yep. Shark. Yep. Bad so anyway, there's only one place they'd go, or he'd go, King Shark that is, and they're going there tonight. And so we go to his mom's house. Yeah. And, and well, Makoa invites Superboy along. He's like, well, you know, wasn't too hot on you, but fucking you're a superhero, so let's go. Right. I mean, it makes sense. It, they're going after a super villain ish who almost ate this motherfucker and ate a bunch of his homies. Cop meat. So um, Superboy scans the house with his X-ray, and he only sees the old lady. So, uh, they bust in the front door, Superboy flies above and is just kind of keeping an eye on the place, and his mom says that... You won't find him here. Yeah. And of course, he was hungry before he left. So... Oh, God. She had to feed him. that's right. She feeds him her arm. Her fucking arm. Like, up past her elbow. He just... Yeah. Most of it. My God, she, she. She what? She won't talk? She can't dance? She, she. (laughs) Superboy throws up, and uh, Makoa goes to check on him. So he says, yeah, sure, I'm a superhero, remember? Anyway, so Superboy is told to, like, kind of scan the area. X-ray the area. These fucking shades. anything that shows up for any victims or anything. Shades are coming in handy right here. Oh, God, yeah. So he looks down at the beach, and he sees a surfboard, an entire car, an old ship steering wheel, Excalibur. There's a a guitar. A dead bird, a guitar. Uh, Like a ship's wheel from a tall ship. And... Just like a dog skeleton. Paddle? Yep, there's an oar. 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 There's a lot of shit underneath this fucking beach, too. Well, what we got here is a lot of junk, really. Not even good junk. Anyway, um... He flies off and he finds this giant hole. And he thought it was an escape tunnel, but... No, it's an entrance to an old lava tube. Hear the water? Probably connects to the ocean. So, that... Superboy thinks that's pretty handy. If you're a king shark, you might want to, you know, use this tunnel to the ocean to get to your house. Fucking A. Kind of like Superboy's entrance. In, like, the the Silver Age pre-crisis yeah, Superboy? the one that we just did. The secret entrance to the basement? <clears throat> yep. I'm sure King Shark read a lot of Superboy comics when he was a small baby when he was, prince shark. When he was just a little <laughs> <Right>. fin. <thing. Yeah. laughs> uh, so that. anyway, uh, Makoa's all like, I'm going to call for backup. And Superboy's all like, I'm Superboy, I'm going in. So Go he... In. Goes down to the cave and he remembers to bring a flashlight with him when he goes on a night raid. And he hey. brings that out and he looks on the wall and he sees a bunch of cave shark drawings. Petroglyphs. 
And uh, he gets attacked. He's wondering if the uh, the hieroglyphics came before King Shark, or if that was a, kind of an interesting question. Chicken or the egg? Yeah. What God? Okay, so King Shark bites Superboy on the leg, tears through his jacket costume. Um, uh, takes him down under. Mm-hmm. Uh, Superboy pushed him up. All right, dude. Yeah, let's talk about this Come page on. real quick here. So, Superboy gets bit by King Shark, and in his mind he goes, Tearing through my jacket, through my costume. No one, nothing's ever done that. Everything and everyone has done that. A <laughs> uh, bus. Yeah. Uh, crypto. Yeah, the fucking dog got through your costume, you idiot. Is this not, does he have a really, really bad short-term memory? Is that what it is? What's all that implanted knowledge? Implanted dope smoke. Um, so, Superboy makes it back up to the surface. Good for him. is all like, What is it, kid? King Shark? Where is he? The water. He's, he's in the water, oddly enough. Don't go blank on me, kid. Get out of there. Calvary will be here in just a few minutes. We don't need any dead heroes. As Superboy gets dragged under by King Shark. Bloosh! Superboy uh, is thinking, I'm invulnerable, I'm invulnerable, can't eat me. As King Shark is pulling him further under the water by his two belt straps, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he grabbed the belts. Uh, air knocked out, he knocked the air out of me. Pass out and my tactile telekinesis shuts down. I'll be fish food. Where's the surface? Bet he won't even wait for me to drown. And his glasses kick into x-ray vision mode, and he sees, like, the skeleton of a shark coming at him. And he says, oh, geez, that's not going to help me at all. Too bad it's not heat. And apparently by thinking the word heat, the glasses kick into heat vision. (laughs) And it's primed. Fire at will. The telepathy controls could have been spoken. About to him. He like, could have been probably Professor just... Hamilton could have been like, hey, you also have uh... a ton of other cool shit. <laughs> so, uh, Superboy shoots heat vision into King Shark's face, which knocks him the fuck out. Makoa jumps down there, all like, all right, I'll go save the kid, and turns out, nope, totally fine. And, uh, yeah, they. I can't believe it. That kid didn't need to be saved, he needed a straight man. Anyway, we cut back to, like, the heads-up display. Superboy sees through infrared vision. Infravision here. He didn't need that flashlight. No. Uh, he can see uh, King Shark knocked out just floating there in the water. Uh, cut to the surface where a crew of space marines are picking up King Shark. <laughs> That's right. This is around the... Yeah. The uh, special crimes units across America get super beefed up at about this point. Oh, man. They, they, they stop showing up to crime scenes with guns. Maybe Sawyer and fucking Turpin would be jealous of this shit these guys have. Yeah, these guys look like Marines from StarCraft. Uh, so anyway, Superboy wonders what's going to happen to King Shark now. McCoy says that they are going to be uh, holding him at Star Labs until his cell at Kulani is rebuilt. Wouldn't you think you'd just leave the King Shark at Star Labs to be in prison? Like, isn't that what happens? Or send him to, like, <laughs> Bell Reeve or something? No, I'm just going to put him back in, like, regular old Hawaiian jail. I do like that Superboy's like, how did you get King Shark in the first place? How'd you do it the first time around? Because, like, it took everything I had and something I didn't know I had yeah, right. to get him. And then uh, Makoa takes the time to show I'm, off his six-pack and his giant shirt. scars. What did it take last time? Uh, grenades, depth charges, flamethrowers. Oh, and luck. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, he's ripped up pretty bad, though. It's pretty sweet. Good coloring. The book ends with uh, the rest of the legend. It happened like it said it would. He came to her in a dream. Kakea. Kakea. The shark god. Her family's... Her lover. Whatever Hawaiian for lover is. You will bear me a sum, Kakia. You will protect him and he will protect you. You will name him Nanu. In time, he will be King Shark. Anyway, and then it shows his mom. In jail. Apparently in jail. Because they also... Just behind a chain link fence, actually. Well, they busted her, too, he said. Uh, Makoa told him. Uh, So, this chick fucked a shark, dude. Yeah? She fucked a shark. That is what happened. Um... 
So you probably won't remember this, but do you think that the king shark dick has a dorsal fin? <laughs> I like to think so, yeah. Yeah, that's sweet. In round one, that's what you fucking asked me, dude. I was like, what the fuck, <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, so that was just a nonstop goddamn thrill ride. No, it was a goddamn nonstop fucking thrill ride is what it was. Okay. All right, uh, anything you want to talk about about this issue? Uh, all right, Tana's moons. There's a lot of Tana ass. Tana ass. There's a lot of TNA in this There's book. a lot of titties. Superboy was aimed at the younger kids reading the books, right? I would think so. You put boy into a title, it's not like you're really shooting for the lady death crowd or like... Dudes that just want to read, like, uh, spy stuff. I mean, what do you think the demographic for this book was? At this point? Uh, yeah, like 14 or 25. Mm. Thank you. We were 12. You may have been older. No, no, not in September. All right, uh, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, well, no, this is good old-fashioned, um... Look, Sherry Wintermeyer was not allowed to open this comic. Oh, no, not this one. Had to keep this one away from me. Uh, <laughs> we talked a little bit about how this whole relationship between Tana and yeah, dude. Superboy. One or 16, she's is still yeah. minimum 25 years old she is. Yeah. Mm, minimum 25 years old she is. Sorry. About yeah. The so there's that. How do you like the art? Art's good. I like the art. I like the art in this book. Do you think this is, I mean, because Ramos took over, well, he started... Impulse, number one, right? They do a couple guest artists for... Or is this Ramos in the next one? It's Ramos for yeah, like two is. or three issues. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think this is one of his books that he got leading up to getting Impulse. Superboy looks younger. It's a good... Like, yeah. I like the way he draws him. Because we're like... Have you... I mean, there hasn't been that many other artists to draw him on a regular basis, aside from, like, Grummet. I mean, I, I do think Grummet was better. Than, like, yeah, then Ramos' stuff. I think Ramos is second, though. Like, cause, but like, I do like this. It's John Bogdanov and those guys like draw them all like, like almost too big. He just looked like half a sack of shit for most of those fucking milestone books. Sometimes Superboy in static, he looked awesome. Even back in the rain, like after he got the shit kicked out of him by the cyborg, yeah, he looked more like he was like twenty years old with a hangover <laughs> and like, uh, like. A big five o'clock shadow. Looked like Homer Simpson, or he just looked like Don Draper, cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was arm in a sling. Um, the fact that the mom fed King Shark her arm—that's love. That, yeah, it takes a lot. I do like that he's pulled down by his belts, <laughs> yes. all of his extra belts. All right, so when he blasts him with the heat vision underwater, yeah. He's not going to, like... This should be a shitload of steam, I think. Oh, yeah, no, totally. Heat vision is... Dangerous. It's, yeah. Even if it boiled alive like a fucking lobster? Yeah. Also, Superboy's face. I I guess the goggles would be... I don't know. Mm, mm Mm-hmm. Well, it's a very directed beam of energy, maybe. I guess. They gotta be safe. He picked them out of, like, a bucket in fucking Emil Hamilton's (laughs) lab over there. And they just happen to mimic all of Superman's powers. Well, I guess he... Well, he said he was working on something, but then he didn't realize how he could apply that, so that's where the glasses came in, right? It's like, oh, yeah, I'll just stick them in glasses, obviously. Duh. This is the cleanest this part of the floor. Yeah, uh, this book... Pretty short and sweet, though. It's solid. That splash page where he's using the heat vision and blasting King Shark in the head... I feel like this could have been cooler. Other than that, I love Ramos' stuff. Storytelling's perfect, but yeah, come on, this is a boring panel. <clears throat> boring page. It's a lot of action, but it just looks... Oh yeah, there are a lot of full-page splashes in this. Oh, just move them. Like, that's almost pretty much a full-page yeah. splash of action. Yeah, I don't know. There's another one. But that's better composed, because there are actually, I mean, it's three panels on that page. But it's really dense at the beginning, too. Like, this, this uh, Tana talking to her brother lot of relationship backstory. Like, they gotta get back to it, right? Get back to what? Like, the the side story, to? like, the romantic stuff. The, uh, the tension, the relationship. 
Because they spent like a fucking huge dumbass crossover. Oh, they take zero hour ever. But now it's like with this, this relationship. And then like, I mean, I know he's just kind of living his life, and there's no real, just stuff happens in his life for a little while here. But I think, all right, if there wasn't Worlds Collide and then Zero Hour, that was like, what was that? Issue six? Worlds Collide? Yeah, because five was the last. So it's like four months where they don't touch on that shit really at all. Hawaii. Yeah, no, his life doesn't move forward at all. He's just like, yeah, he's got to go fight these dudes from another dimension and save the world. I always felt, okay, now I know number nine brings King Shark into the, you know, canon of Superboy's villains is filling up that roster, and that's kind of cool. Yeah. But uh, I kind of always felt like 9, 10, 11, and even 12. Was 12 Watery Grave, or is that 13? Uh, no, 13 starts Watery Grave. Mm-hmm. 13, 14, and 15. I felt like, I mean, this was just a lot of... Uh, kind of um, Creature of the Week. Yeah. Focus on the, the B story stuff for a while. It really is. Uh, what are your psychic powers telling you? Uh, save by the bell. Okay, so Saturday mornings for a little while, they tried to put a bunch of live action shows. There was the new class for Saved by the Bell, which I did not watch, even though Screech was on it. Yep. Uh, Name Your Adventures. No one watched that. Apparently Lisa and Slater from Saved by the Bell were on that, but I didn't watch that. California Dreams I did catch a couple episodes of. I remember that. Why? It's about a bunch of teenagers in California that had a band. It was pretty much like, do you remember the Saved by the Bell episode where they had the Zack Attack band? Yes. It didn't ask this time, that's what I'm like. We're checking the mics now. Checking, checking, checking. About, you know, 20 minutes It's in. constantly checking the mics. <laughs> Alright, anyway. NBA inside stuff. Alright, basketball. Never got to watch it. Get to stay up watching was TV. a good video game. Hey, by the way, uh, we're finally getting told what we've been preparing for, even though you, we could not prepare. All the ads before this. It was just a lightning we're, bolt. They were in vain. Now you know. Yeah. And hey, you know what? Super, uh, I mean, Mortal Kombat 2 was uh, a game changer. <laughs> I don't think so. I think so. No, 2 was crappy. One and three were the best for those, like, old consoles. Alright, I didn't play till Mortal Kombat 2. So then it's like you're playing Mortal Kombat 1 with a little more stuff. If you got pimples. Use some fucking Stridex. Oh, also, if you want really dry skin, use some fucking Stridex. Repeat joke. <sighs> this, uh... Taz had a video game. Why won't you come to Tasmania? Come to Taz... No, it's on Mars. Is it? Yeah, dude. Taz in Escape from Mars is the name of the game. There's Marvin the Martian and his Martian dog. You okay, buddy? I just never played that. Uh, do you want to? Kind of. Hey, The Death and Return of Superman is a video game that we've been talking about. This uh, this ad actually has stuff on it. Are all like remember like the earlier ones just had like the four symbols from the rain, mm-hmm. and this one actually has like art and a big fucking logo. Are they copying the Mortal Kombat campaign? Uh, they're like, well, it's working for fucking Scorpion. <clears throat> Why wouldn't it work for? Uh... Now this looks like an ad for Batman, it's but not. turns out it is an ad for really bad gum. Rain, blow me. <clears throat> you want to talk a little bit about the fucking Flash? I do. Terminal Velocity was an awesome story arc. Time is the enemy, I heard. Mm -hmm. This is why Wally West has always been my Flash. You know who my Flash is? Bart Allen. (laughs) Fuck you, Impulse is awesome. (laughs) Really? Yeah, that's like when when that started, I collected that story, uh, that book, probably 24 issues. With Max, like his mentor? Yeah, Max Mercury. Yeah, it's awesome. 
and they live in Arkansas or Alabama or some shit. It's great. Alberto Ramos. Mark Wade, I believe. That was good stuff, man. You can get a holiday gift 12 times a year if you subscribe to your comic books. Yeah, DC subscription. Can you subscribe still? Oh, yes, the DC Universe page this month. <clears throat> Comics coloring demystified. I like this shit. Look, there's Grummet artwork here. They tell you how like they used to do it back in the day. It's kind of interesting. Next week it says Zen Production or Comics Insanity. Which goes out the door first? Dead again. How much of that did you read? Uh, I read the one where he goes to Apocalypse and freaks out. I read... And Darcy just says, get the fuck out of here. You're an asshole. Read one where he thought it was Mr. Millick's Politic, I think. That might be the best pronunciation of that name I've ever heard. Say it again. Mil- just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Millick's Excelopolitic? Politic. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit. Mr. Mixie? Mixie Spittalick? <laughs> Mixelpicklick? Mixelsuckadick? I mean... <laughs> These aren't real words. Dun, 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 dun. I liked that again. It was fun. Fuck man. Yep, there he is. Uh, As seen through eyes of the hawk. I like the way, uh, I mean, they got rid of the green in his costume. I don't get him. He's a dude with giant wings and, like, cool antique weapons. Does he have anything to do with that alien race of Hawkmen? Like, now or right right there? Yeah, right here. This is the Hawkman after <clears throat> Zero Hour. So I told you. All Hawkmen. He's pretty much all the Hawkmen. He's, Listen like, primitive to... Egyptian god Hawkman and alien Hawkman? And also Native American spear guide Hawkman. He, okay. He is Hawkman at this point. So after he absorbed all of the Hawkmen, his powers are he's... Kind of strong. He's an awesome dude with the fucking Has hawk big wings. wings He's and got a, a giant a helmet, mace. and it looks cool. Hawkman was always one of those characters that I knew he was stronger than, like, the average dude, but I just never had a real good concept of how strong he was. I like the green on him. Also, just go listen to that Comic Geek Speak episode where they go through Hawkman, because it's confusing as fuck. Oh, wait. No. No, no, no. All wait. right, inside back cover. They could just keep running these weird science ads weird science. now, right? As far as I'm concerned. Back cover. Get some football cards, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Also released in uh, November 1994 was Aquaman number three. Uh, Aquaman versus Superboy. Dot dot dot. Surfs up. Also, the inside uh, first page will tell us that the title may also be called Arthur Goes Hawaiian. Chapter one, hand off. Why is there a blender in your shower, David Byer? Oh, there's no pressure. In, well, I mean, it's better pressure now, but I usually fill it up while I'm running to get the hot water. And then, like, when I'm done washing my hair, I just dump that over to get it over, like, real fast. <laughs> awesome. It's pretty sweet. It's like, uh, it's like having a camp shower or something. Okay. I got pressure now. It's just sort of, sh- it's still shitty. All right, so Aquaman number three, uh, written by Peter David, drawn by Martin Egeland or England, and also Gene Gonzalez, and inked by Howard M. Shum. The cover is—I love this. This is this is why I've bought multiple copies of this over the years. That's a Grummet cover of Aquaman riding a tidal wave with his fucking harpoon hand as Superboy is blasting the wave with his heat vision. And guess what's happening? Steam. Yeah. Oh, wow. <clears throat> Uh, it's pretty awesome. There's like a battleship in the background. Uh, drawn by Grummet, I might have mentioned, and inked by Terry Austin, which is fucking dope. Uh, okay, so it opens on Aquaman uh, with his... He just had his hand bitten off, and then Zero Hour happened, and then a Zero Issue, and this is the first one after that, too. Just like, I mean, the same way Superboy would have been. Oh, dude, all the small little revamps that happened in all of the timeline, and... I don't think that... The really, hook stayed. Yeah, that stayed, I guess. That's nice. Yeah, right. Uh, so yeah, he just had his hand bitten off, so he's got the harpoon sort of bandaged to his wrist, and he's asking, um, uh, Volko to, uh, attach it more permanently. 
Uh, I don't know who this Volko guy is. I was reading Aquaman at the time. I just don't remember. He's the Aqua Doctor of the Aqua City. I thought he was like a weaponer mm-hmm. or something. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Dolphin and Aqualad are standing behind him, and they are is talking about Atlantis? how is it very Atlantis? serious. What are you does, talking about? Does, does this version of Aquaman is yeah, the yeah, king yeah. of Atlantis? He's not the king right now, but oh. he has been, and yes, it is Atlantis. So he has been the king, he will be the king again, but right now he is Perhaps. not the king? Yeah. No, he's not the king. Because he's kind of, I mean, uh, he just had his hand bitten off by, like, Piranha. Or Barracuda. He's got a beard. Orange shirt, green pants. That That's where we're, that's what we're dealing with here. Sometimes I'm the king of the ocean. Sometimes I'm just a guy that can swim. The ballad of Aquaman. Uh, yeah. Mm. Who is Dolphin? She is a lady that swims. I used to know, and now I don't know. But she's a chick in like a, a in cut off jean shorts. Yes, and like uh, one of those shirts that's tied like right underneath the tits in a knot. Yep. And she's got white hair. She doesn't talk. She's hot. She talks. Yeah, she does. Okay. Not a lot. Aqualad really thinks she's into her or him, but by like issue eight, I'm pretty sure she fucks the shit out of Aquaman just to clear his head. Because he's got a lot of stress in his life. That's right. He is a very dark Aquaman. Oh, yeah. This is a pretty dark Aquaman. I like this guy. He's okay. So, shit. can you attach his harpoon to my wrist better? Mm-hmm. Yep. Basically. Uh, then we cut to uh, the ocean, where uh, this dolphin... What the fuck is her name? Porm, I want to say. Not porn, but porn. That, that makes sense. Uh, yep, porn. Uh, Alright, so this is the dolphin that saved Aquaman when the Atlanteans abandoned him on the surface world as a boy. And she taught him how to swim and how to, like, fish and eat food and shit. So this is, like, kind of like, she is the queen of the dolphins. Okay. And she considers all of her subjects her children. So Aquaman is, like, her child. Okay. She's his mom. This is Aquaman's mom. This is Aquaman's dolphin mom. And she's swimming through the ocean with a couple of space dolphins, dude. This will be important in Aquaman because the next issue, issue four, fucking Lobo. I understand space dolphins. All right, all right. Anyway, this Japanese whaling ship, or, well, like, fishing, <sighs> fishing ship, captures these dolphins. Okay. Japanese dude stabs one of the space dolphins. No. One, one flows away, flies away, and that's going to be probably the one that tells Lobo that uh, there's these assholes on Earth harpooning space dolphins. Oh, well, that's right, because Lobo loves space dolphins mm-hmm. for some reason. Yes! I forgot. Yeah, dude. I just remembered. Lobo loves, loves the space dolphins. Fucking space dolphins. Now, did... Did a space dolphin, like... I'm about to be Lobo talk here. When Lobo killed his entire planet and ended up an orphan, did a space dolphin then raise him? I don't think so. Much like Aquaman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this might be Lobo's mom we're looking at. <laughs> anyway, we cut back down to Atlantis and uh, Volko and uh, Aqualad. Again, I'm not sure which Aqualad this is, so I'm just going to keep saying Aqualad. We're walking through... And he says he's accommodated Aquaman, and Aquaman's about to fence with two of the Atlantis, like, security detail here. And he's telling him not to think of me as your former monarch, but merely an old acquaintance who needs a workout. And he says, if you insist, he says, I do, on guard. And then he, like, takes these dudes apart with his harpoon hand. He cuts a sword in half. <clears throat> That's awesome. And Aqualad says, congratulations, if you're all set, you're all set if you happen to be in 19th century France. Anyway, uh, then they're going to go after Admiral Strom, right? And uh, he's the guy who contacted Aquaman in issue one about the subs, which I think was a trap. That's when that dude came and grabbed him and put his arm in. The, the purplish dude? Yeah. That giant <clears throat> fucking crazy. Dude, he was kind of cool. He's a badass character. Yeah, I can't remember I his name can't either. either. I looked him up today, this morning also. Might as well be Namor. Uh, right, but like the abomination, if the abomination was Namor. <laughs> But he can he can block Aquaman's like talking to fish, which is part of the reason why he like he looked a lot like Major Force because he was purple. Yeah, he kind of did. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Anyway, um, <clears throat> he's going to see this admiral guy that basically set him up. Uh, Aqualad says he's going to come, and then Dolphin also insists to come. <laughs> yeah. and they have this fucking moment. <laughs> They're going to come. <laughs> They're going to come. <laughs> they are going to come. <laughs> 
Jesus. Yeah, and Aqualad's like, he's like, you hear that? She can't stand the thought of my being away from her. Just a matter of reeling her in, boys, as he elbows, just he elbows one of the soldiers that Aquaman just beat the shit out of. <laughs> uh, anyway, so they oh, zoom yeah. off towards the surface, and Aquaman takes the time to stab a few fucking shrimp for lunch. Dick, dick, dick. Yep, with his harpoon. Alright. Alright, so chapter two, Making Waves. They're outside of the naval base at Pearl Harbor. And this fucking sailor's like, I repeat, sir, Admiral Strom is at a meeting and cannot be disturbed. And Aquaman says, and I repeat, tell him I'm here. And these guys pull their fucking guns on him and he gets real close. And Aquaman chops their fucking guns apart with his harpoon, slams a dude into the wall, and says, let's talk. And that's when he gets yanked upward by Superboy. Superboy! <laughs> Uh, Aqualad says, Superboy, what are you doing here? Well, well, looks like I got the catch of the day. Ha! I heard that there was something fishy going, oof. Aquaman reels up, <laughs> kicks him in the face with both feet, knocking his x-ray specs off. Oh, Jesus Christ. Superboy throws him to the ground and says, look, don't make me switch to my genuine fight chat. I still got at least a half dozen fish jokes left. Now, before this gets out of hand, oh! then again, you're already out of hand, aren't you? And then Aquaman kicks him again, punches him in the face, knees him in the guts, and nothing hurts the kid. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? I'm looking with some guy who talks to fish and sucks water. A guy who... <laughs> who hasn't. Tried to smash me with his spear, which makes me think he hasn't got the cojones to use it. A guy who talks the talk but won't walk the walk. And Superboy stomps on him. Yeah, I know who I'm mucking with. I just don't care. Oh, my God. The new dude in the pig sticker. Not impressed. Holy shit. <laughs> Superboy is having a shitty day because he just comes in Kinda takes and stomps Aquaman the shit out of Aquaman. I'd say for our Superboy, that's a pretty good day, actually. Yeah, no, he usually gets his ass handed to him for a while and then luckily gets out of it. But, like, he beat the crap out of Arthur here. All right, as they're, uh, the three of the people from the sea are surrounded by sailors, Superboy says, Considering you live where the sun don't shine, it figures you're acting like an ass. Walk away from it, Aquaman. Just walk away. Aquaman says he'll be back. Yeah, you do that, and Terminator. They, the three of them walk off <laughs> the end of the pier. <laughs> Because they're going back to the ocean. Oh, that should be every time Aquaman goes on land, like, the nearest character should just throw him back into the ocean. Nope, get back out of our universe! Catch and release. Anyway, so uh, Superboy's on guard and patrol with these fucking sailors and shit, blah, blah, blah. He's asking who Admiral Strom is, and because Superboy got a message saying, get over here, telling me trouble was expected, uh, and the sailor tells him he's legendary. Um, look up Admiral Strom this morning. Apparently he's just an alien emissary from an alien race that's planning on an invasion sort of thing. Oh, no shit. Eventually they kill him because he's ineffectual. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so this guy is trying to kill Aquaman, hence the whole sending him to get his arm eaten off. All right, in all fairness, this is Aquaman's book. So, this whack-ass shit. Uh, totally acceptable. So, anyway, uh, starting to get sort of a high tide thing. Superboy looks towards the ocean and says, Jesus, and there's a giant... Tidal wave coming. And hey, punk! And Aquaman is screaming. Impressed yet? From the top of a whale on top of a tidal wave. He's gonna kill everyone in this city. Um, or on this barge. It's the Navy base, right? Oh my god. Uh, the next page is he just. He does! He does kill everyone! It's two, like, almost full page splashes of just, like, this fucking city getting tidal waved. And it says, blue whales are the largest creatures to exist in the history of the planet. They run about 100 feet long, they weigh in excess of 200 metric tons, and they can displace water like nobody's business. They're Aquaman's friends, and they're pissed. So he's got a bunch of whales out there kicking their tails, basically? Yeah, like, you ever been to the wave pool of, like, Noah's Ark? That crazy son of a... And Superboy <sighs> heads down into the water and gets fucking ran by this tidal wave. If I don't drown, I'm gonna make him eat that damn spear. And then Aqualad hits him in the back and Dolphin headbutts him in the stomach. That's a weird pose. And then Aquaman grabs him and says, Out of air, punk? For what it's worth, you would have drowned anyway, since you were heading in the wrong direction. Up is that way. And he, Aquaman <laughs> throws Superboy out of the sea. Where he hits, like, this retaining wall and just, just <laughs> laying there. Like, this is how we're usually used to seeing the kid. 
Aquaman, Aqualad, and Dolphin all proceed into the Admiral's office, where Superboy bursts through the fucking ceiling down on him. And then he goes, that drop ceiling tore my jacket. <laughs> Nothing's ever done that before. I think it was him getting sent through the retaining wall. <laughs> okay, Water Wings, let's see how tough you are without your... <coughs> Still got water in your lungs, kid? Careful, in your weakened condition, you could pick up a nasty infection. I got your weakened condition right here, smart guy. So tell me, Superboy, would you rather my viciousness had been up to expectations? If it were, you'd be dead now. Sometimes the greatest strength is knowing when to hold back, wouldn't you say? The door swings open to the Admiral's fucking office. He says, Step, Step aside, aside Superboy, boy. let him through. Good voice, I guess. I don't <laughs> what know. is that? I mean, I've <clears throat> never seen this character before. What the fuck? That's important, right? Happens there. here. This has gone on far enough. I commend you for your help, and I shall make appro- uh, appropriately grateful noises in your... Basically, this dude hired Rex to Leach to send but Superboy out. I said you can go now. Kicks him out, and, okay. and on his way past, Aqualad says, Well, 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 looks like you don't gotta walk the walk when you can float the boat. Oh. And Dolphin gives him a smooch, slams yep. the door behind her, and says, Nice meeting you. And um, he drops his x-ray specs. All right, so the last page is Admiral Strom um, talking to Aquaman, and Aquaman demanding why he was set up, and Strom says that Porm has been captured. And he goes, what? How could you possibly know about that? And the Admiral goes, I know more about you than you do, Orin, or Arthur, if you prefer. You can be great allies, Arthur, or great opponents. I leave it to you to decide. Next, Lobo. Ugh. And that's the end of Aquaman number three. <clears throat> what do you think? Was that? Dude, that was a goddamn nonstop thrill ride. <laughs> I shit. gotta say, holy shit, I was not expecting, I didn't read this at all beforehand, but. Have you read this before? No. Um, really? No, and. No, but like, seriously, that was a fucking awesome book. Yeah. Tight. In all ways. Peter David's a good writer. Jesus Christ. Like, Superboy can't be hurt by Aquaman on land, awesome and like... then he throws this giant tidal wave, and Superboy can't really deal with him underwater. It's like, it's an... All it is is a fight between Superboy and the Aqua Team here. Aqua Team. Aqua Team Hunger Force. Dot com. <laughs> yeah, man. Wow. I'm impressed. I was not expecting to be entertained by that, but I was very entertained. At Aquaman's this time, I was sucks. buying Aquaman. No, I, I, I was know reading you it were. on a regular basis. I, I know, because I, I saw him at your house. I was like, really? Aquaman? Yes! Under the sea! I always thought of him as like the Captain Planet of uh, the DC Universe. He's like an eco guy? Well, like he had a big problem with Engine City just being dumped into the ocean and... That was it. Like, that Admiral in the first issue, he sent him down to stop a nuclear sub that was down from leaking radiation into the ocean. That was, like, the ruse that got him down there. Right, yeah. I know. He was always protecting the ocean from pollution. Well, it's his house. The whole ocean. (laughs) All of it. I realize that. Okay, now, um, on a more serious note, do you know about the plastic island that's just floating in the ocean? I do. I do know about that. Holy shit, man. Yeah, it's fucked up. And jellyfish. I love jellyfish. Apparently they're becoming more, um, because the ocean's turning acidic, uh, it's, it's better for jellyfish, so they're thriving. Really? And there's something called the eternal. No, that's Marvel. No, there's something called the immortal jellyfish. It's a real thing in our universe. And it doesn't die. No, what, well, I mean, if it gets eaten, it dies. But, like, it, um, when, when it needs to repair itself, it goes into, like, its larval state again. And it, what? Yeah, no, this thing can live forever. It's Benjamin Button jellyfish. No, it like goes into a cocoon and it regenerates and then it comes back into jellyfish form. Taking Superboy number nine and Aquaman number three, looking at them together, that's like... Those be I feel wall. like too much shit attacks Superboy from the left. Too much? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of a similar composition. <laughs> Look at this fucking shit. That diagonal at the bottom? totally not ready for attacks from the right. Grumman had both of these on his drawing table. You think he's just like, yeah, I'll draw them like this here, King Shark here, Aquaman here, that's boy there. All right, number three. What? Do you, yeah, what do you? I mean, I'm actually. Would this get you to read Aquaman? Uh, I don't know if that could happen. What do you think about the art? 
No, and I did pick up a couple Aquamans, because you Aquaman. said that they were... Uh, there's no way you didn't get that Lobo issue. I didn't get the Lobo issue. What? I didn't even know that happened. Are you serious? No. You're fired. I want you to know that. Yeah, the door's locked. Uh, yeah, what do you think about the art? Art's good in this. Art's right? good? Yeah. <clears throat> um, this dude draws him pretty good. He draws him a little older, though, too. That's, yeah, that's the... That's how, like, most people draw. Like yeah. a skinnier adult human being. But, I mean, it's good artist. Like, that shot where he's coming through the fucking ceiling is crazy. He is pissed off. Oh, man. And jacket got ripped. The base is still flooded. I mean, that's... Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, well, this one does have a couple of different ads than the Superboy one does. Not yet. They're coming. Ads, 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 Aquaman ads. What do you think about this? Opposite page eight. Double Dragon, the live action movie. Did you see this? Nope. Me neither. Uh, I believe they both had two halves of a medallion, and they were separated at birth, and when they put the medallion together, uh, something happened. Is that right? Yeah, it, like, summoned, like, a... I remember Bad playing special this, effect, I think. I remember playing the games. I don't remember the fucking movie at all. Anything more to add about Flash? No. Uh, there's one ad in here I did like. It was the... I had the Tiger version of Double Dragon 3. I think it was all the same. I thought it was pretty early. No, there's one other... Yeah, that one. The Guy Gardner Warrior number 25 ad? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Guy Gardner is starting to realize his new powers are so that he can kill uh, this weird beast. This, this guy's name is Dementor, and Guy Gardner Warrior 25 is going to be a killer. This guy looks like one of the Bloodlines aliens. Is he? Did they keep him? Did they keep those characters? I can see, like, because I wasn't reading it, I can see in Guy Gardner them keeping a handful of those aliens from Bloodlines. It's like a giant guns come out of my dick, shoot monsters book at this point. That's what it is. <clears throat> oh, wow. Deep Space Nine was the best Star Trek. Dude, apparently Malibu Comics had like one like the Star Trek licenses. Mm -hmm. You think they had Deep Space Nine and DC had Next Generation, so that's why it's an intercompany crossover here. Is that what's happening? I don't know either. Uh, subscribe. Comics coloring. Aquaman. Uh, the Batman Madness Legends of the Dark Knight Halloween special is coming out. This is the first time that like Dark Victory and uh, the Long Halloween team get together. Jeff Loeb, Tim Sam, <clears throat> you don't like this thing? It's all going over my head. Have here. you never read never Long, read the Long Halloween? Nope. That's where like half of Batman Begins is based on. Have you ever read The Infinity Crusade? No, I don't read gay shit. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Suck it, Jim Starlin. No, I've heard I, I, I want to. Why don't you bring those over next time? Yeah, no, when, when I finish uh, The Infinity stuff, I'll bring it. All right. Anyway, thanks for joining us. Um, next week, Superboy 10. It's going to be a... Uh, it might be a thrill ride, possibly. Might, might be a goddamn fucking thrill ride, yeah, yeah. Uh, we apologize for not putting out casts. I don't. I don't. David I was busy. David David was busy, and um, the audio was shitty, and... Um, the audio was shitty, mostly. Um, I'm going to start putting more stuff up on Facebook, so again, send us your dick pics. Uh, do we have to mail that one guy his fucking book? Jared Wilson! We will be sending your book post-haste. Yes. Uh, um, private message us or whatever. Get us your uh, your yep, address or we'll hit you up too. It's your fault by this point, really. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, we need your address. We'll send you one of the Cadmus to Crisis postcards and Superboy numbers. Seven? Oh, I think we're going to send him the one with the silver six. sword with it. I thought it was five. That was a parasite issue. Mm. You win World's Collide number three, I guess. Hooray! Hey!